You can see the full written list on GamerHeadquarters.com or the video on YouTube SkyCaptain5Wall. Xbox Game Pass, here are 10 suggestions for the month of September. Hopefully most of these are available right away, some of them will release throughout the month. So starting here, uh, we do have a repeat, I do apologize for that, I try to have a fresh list every month. But the reasoning for showing Drake Hollow here is the fact that it was delayed from its initial release and it's now available and definitely worth your time. So this game is a sort of survival and management game. On one hand, you're going out to these weird, scary kind of islands, uh, trying to gather resources, supplies, battling these creatures, discovering what's going on in this world. And on the other hand, you are managing your little camp with these adorable little creatures called drakes. You need to make sure they have food, water, and entertainment. They'll grant you bonuses, you help them out, and that's sort of how the story progresses, is you leveling these drakes up, protecting them, and working forward as you try to survive and make your way through the seasons. It's actually a very lovely and well done game that's great for co-op too, four players online. Resident Evil 7, the immersive and ultimate horror experience that throws you right into the shoes of this individual that's trying to survive and figure out what's going on in this super twisted, weird, and decrepit atmosphere. This does actually tie into the core narrative of the overall series, but it does so in a way that is very unique and different and absolutely terrifying generally. It's strange because you're in this perspective where you're really finding yourself thrown in the midst of this terrifying experience that's been expanded upon with extra DLC content that's available if you want to go further. But the core game itself features a good range of sort of really claustrophobic environments and some that are a little bit open, but all equally terrifying as you try to just generally make it out of live and also maybe figure out a little bit of what's going on in this situation. Here's Battletoads. It missed our last month list because they announced it a little bit later, but yeah, this is the great return of the classic Battletoads featuring three-player local co-op with a mix of brawling segments and random minigames that come together for one interesting brawler. It's funny. It's charming, it's a bit strange, it's actually got a bit of a story to it as well. And it's generally just the return of these Battletoads after so many years, getting ready to come back into the spotlight. That's literally the story of this one, it, it does actually have a tale. Uh, there's nothing really outside of the main story, but it is definitely worth a try as you get a bit of a challenge across these wide range of mini-games mixed again with this excellent brawling segments and this very gorgeous uh, visual aesthetic that they've chosen for the style of the game. It's a lot of fun and I definitely do actually suggest giving it a whirl because eh, it's a pretty interesting title and it's definitely something a little bit different. Final Fantasy VII, one of the most beloved entries in the series, if not perhaps the most loved entry in the franchise. This has you thrown into the kind of shoes of this ex-soldier in a very heavy, narrative-driven experience. It is, of course, a turn-based game with very interesting RPG mechanics as you sort of work with this squad and explore this very dark and kind of messed up location that also has many lovely sort of moments and perhaps shocking ones too if you've never played it. There is also the HD remake version, and I thought, hey, we're gonna show off the original classic because this might be the one that people want for the nostalgia of really having that original 
visual look of the game, but of course running and looking far better than it ever did at the time. And this is definitely an experience that might be something that you'd be interested in because it is a legendary title. This is Double Kick Heroes, which is a rhythm shoot-'em-up game, which is definitely a little bit different and out of the box, something that you might not expect. There are 30 levels of total madness as you're trying to escape going down highways, killing monsters and things like such as zombies and zombified type creatures. You get the gist of it. There are a variety of intense sort of rock and metal-based songs, lots of different kind of music. Uh, styles to this one as you work through here there is a bit of a story built into it too and again yeah kind of just an easygoing uh, rhythm game that is at least shown here this is one of the easiest levels the first level of the game so it does get a lot more complex in regards to the rhythm based clicking that you're doing in order to battle back the horde that is kind of getting towards your vehicle neat music and something very very unique to try out This is New Super Lucky's Tale, the return of the great platforming game that was, I think, somewhat of an exclusive on Xbox for a little bit of time, and then it made its way to Switch, and then I think also PlayStation, and now it's back again with the improvements and upgrades that have, you know, been placed into the game over time. It's a lovely looking title that's just absolutely fantastic for the younger audience, or also the older, the like uh, 3D platformers. I think they absolutely nail the genre here. It's a fun, charming game for all ages that's really cool. It's got fun little quirks to it, a great lead character. They have a lot of fun with the levels in regards to some of the extras. You can go around gathering collectibles on each of them. And they've got a good selection of levels here. There are a lot of them present. And there's a full coin system, so you actually use the coins in order to get some decorative things going on. And they've just really polished and kind of smoothed up this package in order to make it really great. So here is Darksiders Genesis. This is an excellent two-player cooperative experience. You can play it alone, but it's a lot more fun if you have another person to play it with. Though so you can enjoy it fine by yourself if you want to go down that road. So it's kind of a dark, gritty, basic kind of continuation of the Darksiders series, but in a little bit of a different direction in regards to the story. It's more of adding to the overall narrative of the franchise and doing so in a very interesting way that actually works out quite well. There's a good amount of challenge to this uh, dynamic environments in regards to kind of figuring out uh, some of the slight puzzles that come into play as you're working through the various levels and environments. Uh, they've got some neat kind of boss monsters to take on, uh, lots of different challenges, and again, a surprising amount of gameplay to it. I think it's very, very well done, and a, a different sort of title too, and it's definitely a unique offering and experience. Here is the Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan. So I actually waited quite a while because I wanted to jump into this one. And it's great to see that it's available on Game Pass. This is a very narrative-heavy, choice-driven game where you're playing a bunch of different kind of perspectives on a sort of ship environment. You're making choices. You're 
basically playing with the lives of the individuals on the ship, and I think this is a good spot because this is like right at the beginning. It kind of just introduces the concepts of the game without actually spoiling anything of the experience. And there is a neat sort of mechanic to play with others. It's definitely a very different sort of game, and it builds on the elements of their previous titles, such as Until Dawn, which I thought was wonderful. So it's nice to see this available on the console platform and as a story-driven game that has choices within its horror elements. Here is Xenocrisis. This is all about blasting away at various alien creatures and monsters and anything else you find with, when you're going through this world. You can play this alone or you can play this with another player because it's got some co-op action to it as well. Gather a bunch of different weapons, tools, and resources in order to mulch away enemies across a large series of rooms. And of course, take on large-scale bosses. Save people, explore very dangerous locations, and try to survive as you move through a decently large selection of levels. And try to not get the game over, because that's not ideal. You want to survive and battle away, but you can continue if you need to to get back out there and keep on blasting as one crazy marine in this very interesting and actually kind of exciting and unique experience that's very, very different. You know, it's, it's very much a sort of flashback type of thing, and I think that works out well for it. This is Spiritfarer, which is an absolutely lovely uh, kind of experience where it is a ship management game that has a spirit element to it. It's got absolutely gorgeous uh, aesthetics. The visuals and the art style of this one really, really do carry the experience. And of course, there is that aspect of spirits too. And I think they just really put together something that is lovely. Enchanting, a very, very different sort of thing. That's quite a lot of fun to play, and I think there's been a lot of positive word of mouth around this one, and that's why I definitely wanted to include it. And perhaps putting it this far down on the list wasn't a great idea, but seriously, it's lovely and quite something. So that's the Game Pass suggestion for September. I hope you enjoyed it, and of course, as always, we do one for every month. You can see the full written list on GamerHeadquarters.com or the video on YouTube, Sky Captain 5 Vault.